everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is Chad Prather. I'm sitting across from my buddy Heath Oaks. This is actually the podcast with no name at this point. We're still trying to figure this thing out. And, you know, we uh, we have some huge ideas, and I think we wanted to take a few minutes just to introduce ourselves and sort of what we're doing and why we're doing it, because, you know, it is the 21st century. Everybody's got to have a podcast, Heath, and you know what? We looked at each other and said, why don't we just do this thing together? Yeah, we figured that a lot of people would love to hear these fine voices on air on a regular basis, and that was one epic intro, by the way. Uh, we also have producer Zach and Kristen in the studio with us. Say hello. Hey. Hello there. Yeah, so if you hear their voices from time to time, they're going to chime in on this thing and, you know, give the commentary. Keep actually, us straight. Actually going to provide, <laughs> you know, what we need because... Heath and I really aren't that smart. Why in the world should anybody listen to this thing, really? I sit there and ask myself that all the time. But Heath, you know, you and I know each other. Probably our listeners don't know us all that well. Uh, How'd you get into this whole deal? What do you have to say that makes a difference? You know what I think is going to be great about this one is, is that we're going to, we're two different guys who've had really different but very similar treks along the way. You know, we've been very, um, we've done everything from sales business entrepreneurship um life in general you know i've got a book out now um about called ignorance on fire so i think that what we're going to bring is some humor to the success world some entertainment not just this big serious like i'm going to scream at you and and kick you in the face type thing which i enjoy from time to time and need it you can kick me in the face thank you i appreciate (laughs) that um but we're going to add the entertainment we're going to try to bring you some of the stories of today and the whole goal is to try to bring stuff to relate to your life in general, uh, whether it's your business, whether you're an employee that wants to become the best employee in the world, or you're a person that wants to be the better person, dad, um, husband, you know, anything that we can bring that we've learned along our journey that can help, you know, enrich your life in any way, maybe make it more entertainment, more fun. I hope so, at least. I mean, we are successful. It's amazing. You know, <laughs> every time I walk down the street, people stop me and they say, Hey, you're that successful guy. I, that's We're, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's you. I don't know your name, but I know you're successful. There he is. And we all know that how full of it that Chad Prather is, everybody. <laughs> yeah. You smell like laundered money. <laughs> <laughs> what did Will Ferrell say? I wake up in the morning and piss excellence. Piss excellence, man. And, <laughs> and, and really, you know, it makes me, it reminds me I got to go now. But at 44 years of age, that's just the, the medication I'm on. But you know, you did write a book called Ignorance on Fire. And. Heath, I've now read it one and a half times. I, I was so impressed That's with it. Amazing. I went back into the thing, and I said, this time I'm going to go back in and highlight, because I was actually having a conversation with somebody about, uh, they said that they just did not feel like they had the tools and the skills to be successful in the sales world. And I said, well, I got a book you should read. It's called Ignorance on Fire by Heath I appreciate Oaks. that. How did you get inspired to do that? It, it literally should have been the furthest thing that I ever thought about doing. You know, a uh, little bit about my back. I come from East Texas, way out in the sticks. I graduated public high school with 23 people. I grew up with a phenomenal mom and dad, family that just worked really hard. We didn't ever have a lot, but we never went without and, and worked really hard. So I got to watch work ethic and values at, at a very close up and personal in my whole life. And I was challenged by education. I was dyslexic. Um, I struggled reading. Uh, writing, you name it, it was tough for me. Barely graduated high school, got out and, and started in sales, 100% commission, door-to-door, uh, selling senior citizen products at 19 years old. If you, and if you could, very, very relatable. And if yeah. you could see me, I have a baby face. And at 19, I looked 10 years old. Now I look 16. But the kicker is, is that I knew I wanted to make something more than what I had and didn't have the education, didn't have these special talents. So 
to me it was I can go knock on the doors and sell as much and make as much as I want instead of having to make $8 an hour, which everybody else was doing, or go work really long and hard in the oil field and could make some good money until they laid me off, you know? Well, one of the funny stories you tell in the book is when you went in and interviewed for the job uh, that you that you that wound up making you extremely successful was you kind of floated your way back to the truck because you'd gotten the job on the first interview. Mm-hmm. You walked out of the interview with the job, and you said what you didn't realize is it was a hundred percent commission only job, and everybody that came in and interviewed that was breathing. I I called my brother and I was like, they wanted me so bad they hired me on the spot. I mean, I, that was prop that was literally my exact words. I thought I was so good. That they hired me on the spot, and then the next week and the week after, I saw the 20 new faces every single week in there, and I go, (laughs) okay, so anybody who says yes gets it, but 20 out of 20 fall out every week, and then I'm still here for some dumb reason, and we went on from that, but it was funny. Now, I go back to, and I tell people, the best thing in the world is when you get over the fear of selling anything door-to-door, you have 100% confidence that no matter whatever happens, you're always going to have a job. Because if you can get over the fear of selling door-to-door, somebody will always let me sell their product for 100% commission. And I have no fear of going door-to-door. Was it miserable? Absolutely. Would I love to go do it again? Absolutely not. Would I if I had to? 100%. So, you know, the kicker with it is, is then I I went from there and built insurance agencies, um, bought in the corporate world and built uh, probably 30 to 50 different multi-million dollar insurance agencies. I I have a lot of... um, stake in real estate that I have. I have a restaurant bar that I own and this past year launched the book. And one of the things behind the book was I've almost felt like I've been the guy with the chip on my shoulder my whole life. So it was one of those that I wanted to write the book and almost uh, write a very nice, uh, not polite word to every teacher that never thought I was very smart and send it to them, you know, and be a published author. And so I think that originally that may have had a little bit to play with it, but ultimately, it was a lot of people that worked with me that I'd hired over the years just said, hey, you need to put this stuff down so that I talk about in our sales meetings and, and as grown people. So put it all down the book two and a half years later, a little 150-page book you can read in about two hours, but yet took two and a half years because I'm so intelligent. Writing a book is hard, though. No joke. And, and I'll tell you, you, you say that in a very diplomatic way. You're successful as hell. And there's nothing to be, there's nothing to apologize. That's one of the reasons why I hang out with you because yeah, I'm just telling you, it's, it's not just your 16 year old baby face. (laughs) Uh, and and you are a snappy dresser and everything else. And I mean, the pin that is clipped to his shirt right now, the writing pin is probably more expensive than the cowboy boots (laughs) on my feet. Don't look in my boots, Kristen. Okay. They're dirty. I've been at the stock show and it's, yeah. I wanted to make an accurate comparison. You you did too. I she judged me. She started at the boots and she judged me but you know i read a long time ago that they said statistics show that you will make in your life salary wise you will make within 20 percent of the people you spend the most time with and yeah, i agree I think, I think that that is proven true in my life you know when i was and you'll uh, probably hear a lot about that on this podcast you probably will because look let's face it we're results oriented people we both work for 100%. ourselves we make a living being ourselves yep. we're performance driven people i even in the entertainment world i'm in the i am in the sales business if i don't sell myself if i don't sell my show if i don't sell my personality, I don't make a dime. I don't make a dime. I have people, uh, my mother, 74-year-old mother, thinks that I make all the money in the world off of Facebook. I've never received a dime. <laughs> I've never received a penny from Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. He's sitting on 36 By billion. By the way, Mark, if you're listening, can you send Chad a check? Yeah, I mean, when you guys, I mean, just think of me as a loyal customer, Mark, uh, but I've never received a penny from it. But I'm in the sales business, and I've always told people, like you said, going door-to-door, if you can get over your fear of people, and you can sell, 
you could sell yourself, you could sell a product, and you can make people like you, then you'll never go hungry. You'll always have the ability to generate income. And a lot of folks don't realize that. I believe that truly the old adage is true. People buy from who they like. The problem is people don't know how to be likable. Well, because people are trying to be something they're not. They're trying to be something we're not. And so I appreciate that about you, and I hope that it's true about myself. We're comfortable in our own skin. And I think that that's going to translate well into this podcast because we don't really try to be anything else. Could care less. And the beauty of it is, now, for me, as well as, you know, you've had you've had a lot of success, but you've had a lot of failure, too. I, I used to say about my young life, you know, when I was going through my 20s and early 30s, I used to say, everywhere I step, there's a landmine. It's yeah. blowing up. I, you know, it just, I had this passion, I had this drive, and I had this zeal. And I was working in the corporate world, and by all accounts, people might have looked at me and thought that I was successful, but I was miserable. I was dying on the inside until I got to a point where I could just be myself and not try to be an echo in the world and be my own voice. Uh, I wasn't successful. I wasn't. It's 10 times more important. To personally feel successful in fulfillment versus what anything in the world goes to show us is or is not? Well, and that's the thing. I've always held on to it, and this is another thing you're going to hear on this podcast, is is we tend to live outside to inside, and that's the wrong pattern. We think 100%. that if we get more stuff on the outside, we'll be more satisfied on the inside. It's actually the, the exact opposite. If you can learn to be content and fulfilled in your heart, it will translate into success on the outside. And I think you and I are a living, living example. We, we kind of come from a different generation with one another. Uh, we're not too far apart in age. Well, actually, but you know what? You know what's interesting? I, I've thought about it a lot because of the millennial thing, because I'm technically a millennial. Um, but I'm furthest on paper, I am, but I'm not. And I think it has a lot to do because where I grew up, we're, we're you know, we were really far behind on technology aspects because it didn't reach us. I mean, there's still people where I'm from that cannot get unlimited Wi-Fi at their house because cables are not ran out there to do it <laughs> right now to this date. So I think that growing up with parents who, who lived in the old adage that it was the old principles that I was taught and learned, even though I'm younger, made a big difference. So we, we, we are not probably in the age the exact age category technically, but... In ideology and the thinking, we are, and I think that's what grasp. Now, it's funny how we met because you're you're, you're you'll talk a uh, talking a lot about me, but you know this guy, I was starstruck when I met him. I mean, I, I got tagged on Facebook. It was hilarious. By, I'm telling you, 10, 15, 20 people I had no idea who Chad Prather was, even though the rest of the world did at this point. But had a, um, a video, the unapologetically southern, I believe, and, mm -hmm. and it was talking about the southern accent and how people don't. And obviously, I have a southern accent. And everybody was tagging me going, Heath, 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 just tag me on it. Then I, then I found Chad, and a couple months later, we were at a charity event, and um, I saw Chad was there, and I was telling my wife, I was like, hey, you need to go up there and see if Chad will say hi to us. Hey, so I sent her to go do it, and so then got a picture with him, and we fell in love. <laughs> It was it was love at first speak, really, when we heard each other's southern accents. So, his is much more art articulate. Well, than mine. yeah, and I've said before, I didn't lose my southern accent. I sort of muted it a little bit, uh, but I can turn it loose really, really fast yeah. when, in the right moment. It's kind of like, you know, being married to a Spanish lady who gets mad at you and she yeah. cusses you That's out exactly in Spanish. What I was thinking. Yeah, yes. you see what I'm saying, Zach? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Everybody, everybody living in hey, Texas try, has experienced try, that. Try having an Italian Hispanic wife. Yeah. Yeah, you get cussed out all of. I mean, you are, <laughs> you're all over the globe. Is that that, <laughs> That's me. Yep. <laughs> my I'm wife. not. I'm not his wife, but I'm yeah. Italian and Hispanic. Yeah. So that's. So is my wife. So I know what we're dealing with over here in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Keep. 
Kristen happy. Yes. <laughs> and life is great. But, but tell, why don't you tell them a little bit about how, how you came upon that? Well, Jeff? like I was saying, I was in the corporate world at that point in time, and I was miserable, and I called my wife on the phone one day, and I said, I'm, I'm miserable, I'm depressed, I'm going to quit my job. She said, I support that. And I said, that's good, because I've already quit. And she said, well, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm just going to make a living being myself. And she said, what is the street value on your personality these days? <laughs> And I said, it's pretty much worthless, but I had an idea, I had a plan. I knew there was a way to make a living off of social media. I just wasn't quite sure how to put it together. But I've always had a passion for communicating and talking to people, and I've been on stage most of my life in some form or another, whether it was sales management and training all the way over to you know, training leaders in third world countries. I've been all over the world doing that, and it was my passion. And I saw social media as an outlet for being able to do that, and it's opened up a lot of doors for me. Had no idea that it was going to lead to things like a comedy tour and you know, music thing. I mean, I'm doing the state fair. and How many comedy tour shows did y'all do last year? We did 35 cities. We sold out the majority of them. It, you know, most of them were 95% sold out. The majority were oversold. So, you know, we had a, we had a great year. It was a phenomenal year. And, and now we're trying to see, you know, different shows, what we're doing this year, and trying to plan that out. But, uh, you know, I was never a, a traditional stand-up comedian that spent his time in the comedy clubs and kind of grinding out uh, in the trenches, as so many of those guys did, I see myself as a little more of a old school observational humorist, kind of in the vein of a Lewis Grizzard or a Garrison Keeler, or even going back to Will Rogers. And just I'm a storyteller and being able to look at that and find the funny stuff in everyday life. I think it's funny anyway. And obviously, people have been watching it. Uh, not everybody thinks it's funny. <laughs> so, everybody that thinks that my life is roses and peaches and cream, they, they need to spend a day in my inbox and see <laughs> yeah. some of the hate mail that I get on a daily basis. That means you're not doing anything right, though. Exactly. If you weren't exactly. getting them, you're not doing anything right. Exactly. So, I'm, I actually might, you know, I have people who will come and they want to defend me on social media and they'll say, well, you don't know this guy. You don't know his heart. You don't know all the good things he does. And I'm like, shut up. Let them think that I'm horrible. I'm just let them put the negative because the negative stuff actually generates more traffic. Not that I want them to believe negative things, but you don't have to defend me yeah. on stuff like that. So, so it's a, I live a very public life. Um, you know, it is fraught with rumors and speculation and all <laughs> the things that whatever you want to call quote celebrity goes with. When you have a million followers on Facebook alone, it's it's. Fun. I added. I'm going to brag on this uh, because it is about the numbers. I added twenty three thousand new followers on so, on Facebook in the last five days. That's awesome. Wow. I don't even so, have that. <laughs> on the person, yeah. And that's on the personal page. of That's my Facebook personal page. So there's a lot of numbers out there, a lot of eyeballs. The video that I did yesterday about Girl Scout cookies now has 4 million views in exactly 24 hours. Wow. It's huge. Girl, I mean, so... Girl the Scout cookies are good. So, you know, we're, we're guys... The bottom line, and, and kind of summing up this this episode, this this intro episode, because we're guys of the times. We're current guys. You you, uh, you have experienced the things you have and come well, from think the direction. Well, think about how many different things we are involved in. Right. That how This is what this podcast is going to be. You're going to get stuff from a guy who has comedy show tour that, that sells out of 35 cities to selling door-to-door. You're going to get sales... You got entertainment industry aspects. You've got businesses from we've been a part of restaurants, bars starting up to real estate ventures to insurance and building social media following to you you name it. We have uh, that's why we decided to not really go the route of doing a bunch of interviewing people because Chad and I thought you know hey we got we, we already a, know it all we yeah. know it all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well and it's more so that we have a very diverse background right. so we have a lot of topics that we can talk on and what we also thought would be great in this. Uh, podcast is we want to hear from you and have your questions 
So we're going to have a couple of storylines that we're going to hit on in the podcast episode and talk about how we can bring that to your life and affect your life and, and see what it can do to make yours better. Um, and we're also going to take questions uh, from you guys on what it is that maybe you got questions about from any of the things we've talked about, um, leadership, life, you name it. And hopefully we can bring an entertaining, fun way to looking at success and helping you build yourself into what you want to be. We're not there. We're growing ourselves every day. We're by far not perfect, but we hope that if there's anything we can share, that it can affect you in a positive way. I think we can do that. And, you know, one of the things that I think we've discussed doing is since we are kind of current and stay up with the times is take a look at the headlines from time to time and see what's going on in our world. And then let's not necessarily talk about the story specifically, but let's take the principle along with the story. How does it apply to life, business, relationships, the whole thing? Because we're involved in all of those deals and I don't think we're ever going to have anything to, we're never going to run out of things to talk about. I have a problem. I have a feeling that that will not be our problem. No. It'll probably be the biggest problem we'll have is producer Zach and Kristen over here well, going, no. shut it up, cut yeah. it off. <laughs> and, if, and if we really run out of topics, we can look at Kristen in the wrong way and she'll cuss us out in <laughs> Spanish slash Italian. Bingo. That's just good radio. Bingo. Oh, that's English. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Sounded Italian for a second. So we're going to be looking forward to it, guys. Hope you follow us. We're going to be trying to have one podcast a week. Look forward to hearing from you and seeing what we can do. Check us out and tell your friends. Destination for premium talk radio.